Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are Going In SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Rundo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your Going In Raw daily notifications. Are you okay over there? I have to fix this chair. What's going on? Squeaky. I know, man. We got to get some super wiggly WD forty and some just tighten up them. I brought other chairs. Actually, the chairs that go with this table are back there. I brought them over. Go grab it then. I'm not gonna do it in the middle of a show. I'm staying with mine. I like it's all nice and comfy. Yeah, those don't have any cushions. I've burnt a lot of farts into this one. That was my old chair. I've already burned plenty of farts into it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we were cracking out. We were sitting here looking at the Patreon chat. Uh, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a great way to support Going In Raw, but also you get to participate uh, every week uh, for our recap shows. We yeah. do the podcast as a live stream for the patron friendos out there, $5 and up. Today it's like for the $1 and up because uh, we had a pay per view on Sunday. Pay per view, yeah. Um, anyways, we were talking about Big Cass and Enzo and all that stuff. <laughs> somehow, just long story short, somehow my Big Cass. Uh, impression turn into a uh, Kennedy. Yeah. Ick benign shit if I G, according to uh, Alexi. Yeah. Anyways, it's one of those you had to be there things. I think so. Uh, so, yeah, all good stuff. Uh, you want to talk about SmackDown? Yeah. Rusev Day. It was a fun show. It was, it was a really fun, fun show. show. I was worried it was going to be like last week, <clears throat> another fun but relatively lightweight show until we got to the gauntlet match. Oh, I thought, no, I, I, I thought we were going to get some good meat. The Nakamura stuff is is pretty much oh, done with. Oh, it was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, and and uh, and we got a lot of good meat mm-hmm. here. We got a new number one contender that the fans seem to be happy about. But I, I'm kind of, what is it on the stock market? On the stock market, when you're like, hold on, tranquilo, bearish, bearish. I think I'm bearish on it because I think it's not going to be like a Jinder Mahal situation where they let him run with the belt for six months. No, this is strictly for AJ to stop, beat somebody. This is a stopgap feud between now and SummerSlam. Is what yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, and did, you, did I spit on you? I, you think spit so. on I think I think you spit on me. Really? I think so. Something wet hit me when you were talking, so I'm assuming it was you. Could be. Sorry. A lot of a lot of DNA in this mouth here. <laughs> that sounded gross. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, what are we talking about? Rusev. Rusev. Day. Well, we could get to that with at the end of the match because they're they're already giving us a pretty major hint about what's going on. I think in two months we're all going to be very sad for Rusev for a number of reasons. Yes, I think this is like 
They're teasing us with something that could potentially be really cool. Rusev adding his name to the legacy of the WWE and title. And they're going to do the exact opposite of that. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, it kicked off with Paige in a backstage promo. She was uh, you know, recapping uh, briefly what happened at Money of the Bank and mm-hmm. said, Tonight, gauntlet match. Rules of gauntlet match. Ooh, yeah. Participants in gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, cut to the arena. Carmella comes out. Drops a promo. She did what uh, Alexa Bliss kind of did, where she sets it up as if she's going to drop some sort of face promo. Um, uh, swerved everybody, even though we all kind of saw it coming, saying, you know, learn, hey, Mello's money. I'm not scared of Asuka. Um, I beat her. I beat Charlotte. I'm best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Asuka's music hits, her video packet, or Titantron hits, out walks Asuka. Yeah. It's clear instantly. That's not Oscar. Yeah, it was pretty funny because it's like weird James Ellsworth's legs. Yeah. And then he's got the same like sort of weird faux Oscar get up. Like he's well, I got. Thought that, I think that's her actual stuff. I mean, well, the mask is the on. Mask, is on. The, a, is it's on, on a, like the black felt thing yeah. that he's wearing. It looks like he was wearing her kick pads and in. Uh, yeah, the other stuff in, looks like they just in arm sleeves. They yeah. got the riot squad to steal it, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but well, they're on now. Um, well, you know, they all sort of are friends still. Uh, so yeah, James Ellsworth comes out. Uh, yeah, Carmella had delivered a great promo, and he he does this thing. I guess his new thing is now the wink with the close up. Something tells me that makes Vince McMahon laugh. Probably. Maybe he did it. Maybe he did it just as improv when he first yeah. debuted. And now Vince wants him to do it all the time. And, yeah. And Every so, time he unmasks. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, uh, he starts saying that Carmella is better than basically everybody, including Mother Teresa. And Ronda Rousey, and then he says, and last but least, uh, she's better than Asuka. Bow. And so that brings bum, out, bum, yeah, bum. yeah, here comes uh, Asuka's actual theme music, and actual Asuka comes out with a head full of steam. She comes down to the ring, gives Ellsworth a big old kick to the head, no, to the gut. Yeah. Uh, Carmella then super kicks Asuka, and then uh, her and Ellsworth both uh, beat feet. Yeah. It was really, I really love seeing Carmella and Ellsworth back together. I think it's super great. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, good for them mm-hmm. for kayfabe making up. Yes. And good for WWE for shoot bringing him back. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, next up, we got to talk about this a little bit. Billy Kane, uh, <sighs> the Iconics come out, and uh, they deliver a promo that just goes over like a wet fart. Well, the here's, crowd here, was not let's, into it. Let's, let's go back a little bit because um, they come back from commercial break. They're doing some sponsorship stuff. And uh, Iconic's music hits. And so it's a long shot of the arena when their music hits. No reaction. Yes. Nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. No one stands up. No one does anything. Yeah. And usually they'll start doing their promo on the ramp. They didn't this time. I was like, okay, they're just going to have them come out and wrestle. Take a break from these promos. See what we can do to kind of correct course because right now it's not working. But they, when they get to the ring, call from the mics. They drop the promo and no reaction. Yeah, no reaction. They need to not do promos. As scripted as they're being scripted for them currently in the ring, they need to go back do some backstage segments. You know what? I'll, I'll even say this because so, that's their. I mean, their promo work in NXT was good, but I thought it was the iPhone videos they did in NXT that really got them over with me. I'm going to suggest something else. Uh, we had uh, a friendo last night um, ask us uh, what the oh yeah what the deal was, and and my point was this, and I'm trying to look for the fellow's name, and I apologize, I can't right now. Uh, let's see here. I just like to give credit where credit's due, but I don't have it. Anyways, a friendo asked, you know, what's the deal with that? Are They're they on the verge of getting uh, X-Pac yeah. heat. Ba- ba- uh, basically, and they are. Um, here's the thing. There's a, a wonderful comedic heel who gets 
amazing reactions and is already on the cusp of being so good as a heel that the people really want to love him. And his name is Elias. Elias comes out, and if it's either him or one of the, the writing staff that's working with him to write his material, mm-hmm. what is Elias's material? It's Music. funny. Oh. It's actually funny. It's, it's, mus- it's yeah. good material. Well, yeah. yeah, it's music. It's musical, too. Yeah, but it's he's witty. He knows how to work the crowd. And I think the Iconics would know how to work the crowd with good material. Yeah. So, I don't Look, as much, I think you're right. I think if they did the backstage stuff, that'd be great. Um, because I think the backstage stuff was them. Exactly. I think they have somebody writing for them. Yeah. And it's, it's this simple. Come up with material that's actually funny. Yeah. And you can still, you can be funny you can be biting, you can be, and you and then you can, you turn it around on the crowd and you swerve them the way Elias does. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how, I mean, Elias is the perfect example of a guy who's a heel, who gets heel heat. The people want to love him, but he turns it around on them and then they hate him and they want him to yeah. lose. Yeah. But like deep down, they really want him to win. And yeah. that's the, kind of the perfect spot you want somebody yeah. to be in as a heel. Um Right now, they're getting lack of interest heat. Yes. And it boggles my mind that Vince McMahon is back there on Gorilla watching this go down and nothing changes. Like, there's no, I mean, maybe he thinks. Well, wait. It confuses you that Vince doesn't no, change anything? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, that, it, no, it doesn't. It's just odd to me that they can look at this and say, let's just keep on doing the same thing. Or, or worse, look at this and think, this is really working. I mean, here's my thing. I mean, you know, we the, the obvious answer for, you know, Vince McMahon or the obvious example of Vince McMahon sticking to his guns when something isn't working is Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Roman Reigns is as a talent, and everybody agrees with this, he is a guy who, for many, many reasons, could be the face of the company. Uh-huh. So that's why Vince McMahon is going to keep on trying to make him the face of the company. He just has a very, very strict sort of way of doing that. And it well, is weird. It's, the, it's weird the, that he well, doesn't. The go issue on the with Reigns is that they don't have a character for him that would eventually lead for him, lead him to be face of company. His character is face of the company. Yeah, and it's and it, it's it, it is as bo- as boggling that the creative has been so terrible for Roman Reigns as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But you know, with the Iconics, it's it's like, dude, you you've got so much charisma with both of these women, and yet. You know, you can figure it out over, over on Raw with Elias, but you can't figure it out over here. Like, why don't why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't he see that? I mean, that, that's always weird to me when they do the same thing week after week with something that obviously isn't working. And this is sort of just a really, really super striking example of that. So I don't. know. I mean, they're not like Kevin Owens who can take anything and turn it into gold. Yeah. And on top of that, he probably has a ton a wealth say say he's probably one of the few guys if he's given a script doesn't like and say no i don't i'm I'm, I'm gonna do this instead or yeah yeah he'll he'll say hey look i think it'd be better i mean he look he's been around forever and so he knows what works for him and what doesn't work for him and the iconics granted i know they've been wrestling for a while but they're like brand new to the main roster like i i would really doubt that they they would feel they'd be in a position to be like you know what, this isn't working, let's change something. Mm-hmm. It's just bizarre to me that anybody would be cool with Vince McMahon would be cool with them going out there, getting crickets, and then getting like a smattering of booze, which are obviously just like, get out of here, we don't want to see you. Yeah. So that boggles my mind. But yeah, I mean, he's done it plenty of times. It's just, you know, you've got this great SmackDown show, and then they come out, and it's like just it screeches to a halt. I know, and having seen what they are capable of doing in mm-hmm. NXT, yeah. it's yeah. a bummer because they're capable of doing so much more. Yeah. Um, the match itself between Billy Kay and Becky Lynch was pretty solid, though. Um, get a ton of time. 
Yeah, they're good wrestlers. Yeah, and Becky's obviously a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I I like the booking here with Becky Lynch especially because they could have easily gone down the route that they de- they debuted the Iconics with, which is just the numbers game. Yeah. Becky was able to basically overcome that, mm-hmm. and she you know dealt them both. Um, yeah, she did that. Uh, plenty of punishment. Yeah, that crossbody, whatever it was, to the outside that was intended for Billy Kay. Peyton Royce pushed Billy out of the way, took the move herself. Mm-hmm. But uh, Billy Kay couldn't capitalize. She taps out to a disarmer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And they were really pushing the fact that it's been, it was two years in a row that Becky Lynch was on the verge of winning money in the bank only to lose. Yeah. So maybe some long-term booking. That's got to be horrible going out there to the crickets, though. Oh, I know. It's going to be the worst. Delivering that material, these crappy lines that you were given, these un- this unfunny material you were given. And it's just like people are like, Boo. Like, that's the worst one. It's not like a ton of people saying boo. It's like a couple people yeah. that are getting mustering up the energy. But then everybody else is just quiet. Sitting there staring at you. They're on their phones or something like that. I mean, that's one thing I give Roman Reigns credit for, man. I mean, he comes out to like a ton of boos. But, you know, still, when that's not what you're supposed to be getting, <laughs> when you know, man, this is why. Yeah, they can try to justify it after the fact. But, well, I'm getting reactions. So that's all that really matters. If you were getting the reaction that they wanted you to get, you'd have the universal title. Yeah. You uh, probably would have had it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, Jeff Hardy uh, did a promo. This was he, cool. He was didn't know stylized. where the camera was. No, that was, was the, looking that was the intent. Because it was very stylized. He was kind of backlit. So yeah, he kind of cool. got a silhouette of him. And he's talking you know, like a reverse three quarters. So he's facing the camera's behind him. He's facing like right there that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, and talking about Nakamura. How, uh, you know, he dealt him a low blow. And then a Kinshasa and how that, that knee to the face really uh, stirred up something inside of him. He's talking about his, his gosh, he was using all sorts of scientific terms for his, uh, his skin. And, he was uh, being very poetically scientific. Yeah. Or scientifically poetic. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and he turns around and he's got the, the face paint back. He's got the, the Brother Nero-esque contacts in. Mm-hmm. Well, because he says, he says, my eyes are closed. And then they're open, and because so, he had like the thing where the paint, the eyes are on the eyeballs, eyelids, lids, yeah, yeah, eyeballs. And then he opens up, and he's got some cool looking contacts. Yeah, yeah, it was neat. I don't think so. Like, I'm not, I'm not like super familiar with his various, uh, uh, the various iterations of Jeff Hardy. This, you know, Itchweed though, right? I know Itchweed, but I don't know like what his role was in the general. Like, I know this wasn't Itchweed. No, I know that much. <laughs> I know Brother Nero, and I don't think this is Brother Nero because no, Brother Nero to be, also had like yeah, the, yeah, it seems to be kind of an amalgam of various uh, uh, kind of iterations of Jeff Hardy. But it's sort of the I mean, it's it's Jeff Hardy with with face paint and cool cool looking stuff. Yeah, yeah, which he did for a long time. This, isn't, this isn't Woken Jeff or Brother Nero, I don't right. think. But yeah. it's they're kind of I think they're I feel like they're kind of picking the little the best parts of the various versions of or Jeff Hardy. Or it's just like you know, hey, he thinks this looks cool now, so it's new Jeff Hardy. Yeah, going to talk in you know very specific. Uh, well, he was kind of a couple ways. weeks ago talking about the matters. fire in his synapses and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so like he was that. Doing that. Yeah, I, do I like too. that. It's really because you say sub sub subcutaneous. Yeah, maybe below the skin. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I like it a lot. It's something. It's it's like I always love when he does that because he's such he's such like an understated guy when it comes mm-hmm. to like how he talks. Mm-hmm. And so when he does talk like that, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's it's a way to. Give some mystique yeah. to someone who is, as you said, so casual and kind of laid back right, with yeah. his vocal delivery. Yeah. 
because you could buy in that just a very casual approach to dropping promos with all you know these fancy you know scientific type terms mm-hmm. i met um, him at mcdonald's once you know i know like 20 years ago I know. do you remember what he ordered no, he was. It was a fairly long line because it was like a truck stop. McDonald's. Oh, okay, okay. It was a pretty long line, and then Big Jeff thought he was Christian because they were still fairly new. Yeah, and like I didn't know I'd be a wrestling podcaster one day. I don't think podcasts were a thing back in 1998. And then I like went up to him. I said, "You're Jeff Hardy," and made Jeff look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Alex C says medical thesaurus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, pre-med Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, then we got a promo. For it, it, was, it was pretty brief. It was uh, they were uh, commentary, more or less, did an introduction saying, you know, hey, they're going to bring the chaos, chaos here, Sandy. It was another stylized thing where they, again they were backlit and there was a wall. It was like red orange light coming in, and they were all silhouetted. And so you, you just saw hear, their, you just yeah. saw their, sorry, you just see their shadows on the wall. And you get to hear Alexander Wolf laughing. And then you hear Eric Young says something about trouble. Yeah, something like that. Here know. comes trouble or something like that. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, a Daniel Bryan interview. Oh, this was great. It, dude, here's the thing about Daniel Bryan. He's given the cheesiest dialogue to say. Oh, I think he revels in the cheese, but he too. he loves it. Yeah. He absolutely loves it. He says, Renee Young, let me interview. Because she, like, says, you know, yeah, yeah, interviews yeah. him for yeah. a sec. And then he says, may I interview you? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Says, yes, and she's all into it. He gets the, the the thing, and he says, do you think I'm ready to face the best and most uh, the oh, most talented that. superstars in WWE. Before that, he threw some shade at The Miz, though. He said, I got to take on three of the finest superstars yeah. in WWE. And Renee Young says, don't you mean, what about The Miz? Hey. He says, I said, three of the finest. Speaking of Miz, this was kind of interesting. Uh, when Paige did her promo at the beginning, uh-huh. she announced in, you know, they, they had like a graphic yeah. for each of the superstars that was going to participate in the gauntlet match. Yeah. And the first one was Big E. Yeah. He got a good reception. The second one was, I think, Rusev. He got a decent reaction. The third one was Miz, and the crowd erupted. It was like noticeably louder than the other two. Hmm. And they said Samoa Joe, and it was it, it came back down to normal. And then Daniel Bryan, it was yeah, know, it yeah, was yeah, massive. yeah, yeah. But the Miz got like a huge reaction. Well, I, and I was that. like, that's oh man, that's cool. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. And so he asked Renee Young. He says, "Do you think I'm ready to face all these great superstars?" And she said, "I believe you are prepared." And he said, "Let's try this again. Let's try this again." <laughs> Do you think I'm ready? And she said, "Yes." And, and he, he said, doing, I love that word. He starts doing yes chance, yeah. It was so – but he had the biggest grin on his face. He just loves doing this stuff. And on top of that, man. Oh, man. Oh, we're going to have to talk about us almost seeing him die last night, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. I was I was stunned. Nobody else was talking about oh, that. Oh, I saw someone. Uh, uh, Peter Rosenberg tweeted about it. Oh, what did he say? He just said that could have been, that that been really bad. It looked horrible. It looked – like an inch away from us being sitting there watching the, the mm-hmm. medics come out. Because mm-hmm. oh, his head had gone that, that way. Dude, let's, real bad. Yeah, let, let's, we'll get to that we'll when we talk that about that in a second. Um, next, we have Sanity's debut against the Usos, or so we thought. Um, Usos come out, drop a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I like this one, too, because they're kind of cracking each other up. I kind of feel like neither of them know what the other one's going to say. They just sort yeah, of say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like anyways. I know, I know. Or they're improving and it made the other one laugh. I forget what they said, but it made me laugh. Well, they were talking about how, uh, you know, these do the face paint stuff. Oh, yeah. I said, we're coming out here trying to look like the Ultimate Warrior. And then the other one said, look like, he said, we're coming out here looking like we're, you know, characters from Sesame Street. And I think that was improv. Yeah. Because the other one just started cracking oh, up. Oh, Jimmy did. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy yeah. started cracking up at that. Um, but anyways, uh, Sanity then debuts. Um, I won't get, to, I won't nitpick. But I feel like Kevin Dunn like went a little overboard 
with, I think this is the difference. So like when they came out in NXT, their entrance, like all the lights were out except for a couple of spotlights and there was a ton of smoke. Yeah. I don't remember last night was there any smoke, but I don't think there was. I don't remember either. It, there, like, the, there was too many lights on in the arena, and it kind of takes the, the atmosphere away oh, from it. Oh, a bit, it. yeah. It's a large, yeah. And yeah. he was saying, hey, you know, it's kind of cool when they do the shaky cam thing. Let's do that, but way more. Well, that's what he does, man. Yeah, I know. He loves that stuff. Any opportunity. So I thought the entrance was not as good as NXT. But, hey, it's sanity, and they didn't have uh, Nikki or that bug me. Uh, a couple people in chat mentioned this, and I thought the exact same thing. I felt like if Naomi um, was around... That may, maybe they're waiting to insert Naomi into this feud. So then they can bring Nikki, so they can bring Nikki in. That'd be great. Oh, she I did, would love that. She did tweet. For, uh, she did. Oh, Jordan yeah. Carter here in chat says uh, it was in, in Ohio. Miz is from Ohio. Okay, there you go. Miz is in Toledo. He's from Cleveland, but. Yeah. Ohio is Ohio. It's northern, it's northern Ohio. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, the match never actually got started as Alexander Wolf was like bouncing off one rope, I believe, to do his mosh. Uh, the Usos struck. Yeah, uh, he was intercepted by one of the Usos. The other one went at them. Uh, the match never actually started. No, sanity it's just sanity annihilates mm-hmm. the, the Usos. Usos. I like how like, Usos get to go from monster to monster. I know they had to do the Bludgeon Brothers, and now they got to do. It looks like Eric Young bulked up a little bit. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Yeah, like his traps were huge. Oh wow, I didn't notice. That's yeah. good, man. Good. I mean, he had yeah. It You're on like, main roster now. It was man. like Lesnar level traps. They yeah. were huge. Ooh. Big moves, big harsh gains, big gains. All right, gains a clock for Eric Young. I saw there's this like. You, what are you rambling about? There's this gains, man. You I don't know, know what gains, gains are? are. Yes, gains a clock. What time is it? I've never heard gains a clock though. It's just something I saw on Twitter. Oh, all right. There's this like super jack dude who just yells at the camera, but he's hilarious. Oh, and because he was talking about the World Cup, and the. Uh, Anyways, again, had to be there. Gains at the gym, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. And he said, "What time is it? It's gains a clock." I'm trying to. Oh man, man, need to watch that before I go to the gym. Fire me up. I'll send it to you. It's funny. All right, the good. dude, the dude's pretty funny. Anyways, um, forget his name. Uh, Next, we had a promo with the club where uh, Luke Gallows said, "Abs, show off your abs." Show off your abs. Yeah, yeah. He did, and then uh, Carl Anderson he said, "Now you do it, good brother." And he was and like, so, uh, "Yeah, we're good with you. We're and good with and you." And he works those resistance bands, getting <laughs> some pump on his biceps before their match. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's good stuff. Because they had a they had a second chance opportunity against the Bludgeon Brothers. Against Bludgeon Brothers, yes. Uh, after that, we had a Shinsuke Nakamura interview with Renee Young. I like that she she's the one who's tasked with having to deal with this fool every week. I know, <laughs> but it's great. Um, she said, "You know, what do you think about the words uh, Jeff Hardy had for you?" He said, "Who?" <laughs> she said, "Jeff Hardy," <laughs> and he said, "You don't have to yell." <laughs> I like you when uh, she asked him about. You know, what's your response to losing to uh, AJ Styles? I didn't lose. <laughs> That's right. The ref counted too fast and, and not in Japanese. Yeah. yeah. It was unfair. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. <laughs> God damn it. He's hilarious. Anyways, he's picking up that U.S. title, man. Oh, yeah. He's going to get that U.S. title. Maybe that'll lead back around to AJ and the world title. But they're like, his contract's coming up. And we just had him lose like eight matches in a row for the world title. What is he for in world title matches? He lost to Ginger twice. Oh, God, that's right. And yeah. then now he's – so he's 0-4, I think, in, yeah. in title matches. Hey, man, he'll maybe, maybe, maybe oh, Vince – Maybe Vince saw what Shinsuke did with the end, uh, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Oh, said, oh so he can do the same with the U.S. He's going to elevate the United States title. It could be. 
Vince is a that huge chaos could fan. Be. That could be. Hey, because he's going to. Like, if he has a U.S. title, it's gonna, he's going to make it look really oh, good. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, anyways, before we move on, Larson, today's episode of Going In Raw is sponsored by 4 Yeah, Steve, I don't know if you've noticed. What? This hair up here, getting a little thin. Holy moly, mine too, Larson. Anyways, we're not alone. 66% of men start losing their hair by the age of 35. And the problem is, once you notice hair loss, hey, it's too late. It is. But thankfully, there is a solution. Is there? Forhims.com. They've got everything men need for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness. Hey, oh, thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with the real doctors and medical grade solutions to deal with your hair loss. Yeah, forhims.com offers well known generic equivalents of brand name prescriptions that will help you and us. Mm hmm. Keep your hair. Just answer a few questions and a doctor will review your order and ship products directly to your door. And right now, while supplies last, listeners of Going In Raw can get a one-month trial of Hims for just $5. Check out the website for complete details. This would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Yeah, go to 4 slash G-I-R. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-I-R, forhims.com slash G-I-R. Right on. Uh, after that, we had uh, the club versus the Bludgeon Brothers in their second chance opportunity yeah. at those tag team championships. Yeah. Yeah. We missed most of their match. This was a good match. Yeah. We I missed, don't know if this was better than last I don't one. know either. Yeah. I was about to say we missed most of their match at uh, uh, Money in the Bank, so we have no way of judging which one was better. This was really fun because the Bludgeon Brothers um, took out Carl Anderson mm -hmm. um, into the match. or you know, Early on. Early and, on. And Luke Gallows was taking the punish, punishment for the vast majority until the hot tag to Abs Anderson. Abs Anderson got back in, and he was he was whooping some ass. He was mm -hmm. doing really, really good. Mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately, the, 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 the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, got the win with their finisher, but yeah. it was it was good. I like when they can take these matches that are kind of a foregone a foregone conclusion and make them seem interesting and do something fun with them. Yeah, yeah, get get the crowd into it. Yeah, do um, uh, Bludgeon Brothers have a name for their finisher yet? That I do not know. Is it like the Bludgeon Bomb or something? I'm not sure. If not, it should be. I just made that up. The Bludgeon Bomb. Yeah, why not? There you go. Well, maybe somebody will pick that up. That'd be good. Or incorporate Hammer into the name. Um, Daniel Bryan. Uh, the first participant in the gauntlet match yeah. interrupted them leaving. Yeah. I don't really think that's Daniel Bryan's fault. You know, whoever's queuing up his music yeah. backstage, they're to blame. They threw him to the wolves, basically. Yeah. I mean, once your music hits, you have no choice but to exit the curtain at gorilla position, right. walk down that ramp, go towards the ring. Yeah, man. Because what are you going to do? Have your music hit and just stand backstage awkwardly till Bludgeon Brothers come by? So, like, no. his music started... He got in between the Bludgeon Brothers. They were staring him down. He was freaked out, and his music had stopped. And then it started back up again. Oh, that's weird. And he started doing the thing. And then we cut to commercial. Yeah. They would come into play later. Yes. But uh, before that, uh, Big E was the second participant. Well, co-first participant. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big E was the first match of the gauntlet match. Um, this was a lot of fun. Big it really e, was. It, it, I get the feeling that if it wasn't for so much talent, they might put, push Big E in more of a singles role. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. They might still do that. You know, I was kind of wondering today that they've kind of, they have with Money in the Bank and now this started uh, kind of a singles yeah. push for New Day. Yeah. And maybe part of the story, granted, they haven't really done this 
explicitly yet is they're such a good tag team, so cohesive as a tag team, they have to learn how to wrestle as singles competitors again. Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe that's part of, at least implied, their story. Yeah, that they'll be. get these opportunities, major opportunities in singles matches mm-hmm. and fall short against elite talent because they just haven't been doing it. Yeah, And be. then maybe they'll start putting some wins together individually and 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 go from there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really curious to know if they have. It's because it's a it's a weird thing to tackle a three man singles push. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever actually seen something like that before, where the, what that it has like without new, breaking them up yeah. the new day dynamic. You know where they could potentially freebird rule the the singles title, I know. which is fascinating. So I, I wonder if there is a plan in place. You would think that they would, if once they start down this path, it wouldn't be like, hey, let's just ride it week to week. It'd be like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. Maybe they'll do this. And this is, again, speculation. Say Nakamura takes that U.S. title off Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. You know, give Nakamura four months with the belt. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at Survivor Series, um, um, Big E or Xavier Woods or Kofi challenge him. Yeah. Pick up a win. That could be fun. So you're not going straight from, you know, best tag team in the company yeah. to top champion on SmackDown, there's this step where they can kind of try it out, see how well it works. Yeah. And then if it really works and, and people are getting behind it, then they can move up to world title contention. Yeah. Or they could do this for Survivor Series. Um, mid-card title versus mid-card title. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. We've never seen those guys fight before. Man, dream match. Dream match. Dream <laughs> match. Never seen before. First time ever. God. Dolph's going to be Intercontinental <laughs> Champion Survivor Series. Get out of here. What are we, in June? That's only five months. They always run with people with the titles that I don't want to see the title on. Give me Drew. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, 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 yeah. Anyways, this was this was great. Daniel Bryan trying to counter the strength of Big E. It was a lot of fun, man. Um, and uh, putting him in all sorts of submission moves. We yeah. saw the, the, the kind of surfboard dragon sleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Big E uh, was game for some submission wrestling, too, putting Daniel Bryan in the stretch muffler. Mm-hmm. There's this great sequence where uh, Big E puts Daniel Bryan in the stretch muffler, and then uh, Daniel Bryan reverses into yes lock. Um, uh, Big E counters. Um, and then Daniel Bryan counters his counter into a triangle, and then Big E tries to powerbomb out of the triangle, but Daniel Bryan floats over into a submission. Yeah, that was neat. And then Big E gets the ropes. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was really That'll good. happen in a matter of, what, 15 seconds or something like that? Super yeah. quick, super fluid. That was fun stuff, and everybody on Twitter was, was blowing up Big E, saying, hey, well done, yeah, good job. Yeah, he did that spear through the ropes. <clears throat> that was a great, that was a great uh, starting sort of uh, duo to get things uh, mm-hmm. going with the mm-hmm. gauntlet match. Uh, Daniel Bryan got the uh, the pin, though, on Big E after knee plus, uh, and his next opponent, sadly, was Samoa Joe. As much as I would love to see this feud, I'm kind of good with this just one match right here. Oh, this match was great. I'm just, I'm good with this. It was, it was brutal. I love that we come back from commercial, because we went to commercial as Joe was walking out, come back, and already Daniel Bryan's chest is hamburger. Dude. Just the chops they were dealing with each other was great. And I great. think Daniel Bryan really enjoys oh, yeah. all of it. Yeah. But, man, this looked like it. This match made me hurt. Yeah, this, they were working Ring of Honor stiff. They, yes. Those kicks look stiff. Dial it back, oh, man. man it was, it was, I was enjoying the heck oh, out of it. Oh, God. I okay, was so fun. I was kind of enjoying it, although it, like, freaking hurt. Um, and then I stopped enjoying it when uh, Joe uh, power slam Daniel Bryan, one of those like running. Yeah, like Randy Orton does. Like too, Randy yeah. Orton yeah. was. But Joe was like 
way too far down or however that worked because Daniel Bryan and I, I it's funny when it happened I was like oh my god that was really really close to the ground and then they showed the reverse angle and his head actually did hit the ground his head it went like that and he's lucky if it was an inch maybe two inches if his head was forced with velocity back that way dude that would have been, that, that yeah, been, really, bad. been really, really bad really bad like horrific mm-hmm. because when they showed that slow-mo I was like oh god that's bad yeah, or it could have been bad. I was like, I was fully expecting. I was waiting like on my Twitter. I was like, dude, we're going to flip and see something about his neck. Because one of his injuries was a neck injury mm-hmm, back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Granted, it was three years ago, but still. Oh, that scared the crap out of me. Thankfully, his 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 head didn't really shoot back at all when, when yeah. it hit. It looked like it just kind of skimmed yeah. a little bit. But it did. There was a little bit a of little resistance bit. there. A little bit. Whew, man. But anyways. Because it's funny when... Uh, after this, so uh, Joe tries to do the, the 2K thing that we do, where we bring somebody to the outside, uh, put him in a submission, and then run back in to beat the count, and the other guy's just laying there yeah, like I lo- an idiot. Yeah, I love that. Joe had the clutch. It was like... Yeah, he was counting along looking, with it. Looking it was at great. the ref, yeah. Yeah, he was like four, five. And then around like seven or so, Daniel Bryan like ran up the barricade and basically reversed it, ran into the ring right at 10. Joe tried to get in, but he couldn't make the count, and he was stunned and shocked and all that kind of stuff, and no, you're counted out, you're done. Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers come in from behind, powerbomb Daniel Bryan, and I'm so happy that after this brutal 10 minutes or so with Samoa Joe, Eric Rowan cradled Daniel Bryan's head like a baby, like all the way down till it was like maybe a foot off the ground and then let it go. I know. During the powerbomb. So it was a very as gentle as you can with a powerbomb. Because Joe powerbombed Daniel Bryan during their match. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, here. <laughs> and eat it all. So I don't know. I mean, I know Daniel Bryan's mojo are probably super, super close. Yeah. And I'm th- sure. This was, this was, you know, Daniel Bryan was probably like, yeah, man, I, I'm looking. This is going to be great. Oh, he probably enjoyed every second it. of the physicality every second, of that. Yeah. Every second of it. He's just getting as much as he can out of it. But, man, Daniel Bryan, we like to see you wrestle, man. We want to see you do that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's just the dad and me coming out, I guess. So, um, uh, next, Miz runs down the ring, hits the skull-crushing finale on Daniel Bryan, eliminates him. And he stands over him and gives him the big F you. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Because, like, Daniel Bryan was just dead. Just a dead body yeah. at that point. Skull-crushing finale, gets the pin, wins, stands over him. Jaws at him. Rusev comes out, uh, and uh, Rusev and Miz have the final match in the gauntlet match. Miz ends up tapping out to the accolade. It was uh, a good match, too. It yeah, it fun. Was, yeah, it was a really fun match. And the crowd, I think the crowd didn't expect the guy that they wanted to go over, go over. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Miz ended up tapping out. Um, out comes uh, AJ Styles. So he comes out. He lays the belt between them on mm-hmm. the mat, extends his hand. Rusev didn't milk it that much. The ref was probably like, we have one minute. We have, I know. Or like, you know, 30 seconds, 30 I know. seconds. Wrap it up. Ref, or uh, Rusev, mm-hmm. obliged, shook his hand. And then Aiden English comes in. He wants his. Stuck yeah. his hand in there. AJ goes, okay. He goes to shake it. Yeah. And Aiden English did the Ric Flair thing. He does the I'm too cool thing. Yeah. And then AJ punched him. Yeah. And Rusev didn't retaliate. He, he started berating. He was like, look, man, this is a big moment right here. Why are you getting in this? So... Aiden English is going to cost Rusev the WWE title at Extreme Rules. Yeah, that's going to happen. And Rusev Day will be over with. Mm-hmm. So, that's a bummer. Um, look, man, in my heart of heart, I would love I would love to be so wrong about that. I would love... Well, would here's love, the thing. I would love if this feud ended up even with a one-month 
title reign for Rusev. Just just try it. Just you know, try I, it. I would be happy if they found a way to book Rusev Day to continue. Uh, Rusev has a hell of a showing against AJ Styles and still loses. Mm-hmm. I would be fine with that. Um, the only the only scenario by which you could break up Rusev Day, and I would be in any way like moderately content about it, is if because what we've been hearing is that they see they view Rusev as like mid card heel essentially, and so if they're going to break up Rusev Day with the intention of just keeping Rusev as a mid card heel, <laughs> to that yeah, if you break them up and you use that as a, a, a catapult to launch Rusev to a, a different level of push as a face mm-hmm. with Lana, yeah. that could work. Yeah, I know. That could really work. People would love that stuff. Yes. I know. But if you're just breaking them up and and have him, Rusev, ultimately be the one who turns on Dane English and set him back yeah. to mid-card heel status, that's going to be a huge bummer. It'd be the status quo. Yep. And there's like no growth there, no, nope. yeah, no movement, and you'd kill the fans. Yep. Um, yeah, that'd be, an absolute, that'd be an absolute bummer. Because I like, here's the thing, like with Lana sort of dropping her accent and moving on to sort of a new role as like performer, as a wrestler. And she's coming along. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you need to, you need to move forward, not backwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are enough. I'm trying to think like who like, you got Samoa Joe, you got Shinsuke, you got Miz. I mean, that's three huge heels right mm-hmm. there. You know, are you going to add Rusev to that mix? No, mm-hmm. man, do something different with him. Make him, you know, exactly. Give him a stronger push as a face. Like, you know, you can run with it. Oh yeah. And it's just going to be the same thing. Like they're going to put him back to where he was, and he's going to be upset, and he's going to want his release. Yep. I don't know when his contract runs out, but we've been hearing he's wanted his release for like, mm-hmm. you know, it's off and on. Yeah. And they'll give him a little push, a little placation, and then and then they'll dial it back. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's cool. I love it. I I think it's great. I would love to see. What do you think AJ is doing at SummerSlam then? If you think this is a placeholder, I yeah, mean, I, I, do, I they, do they have? That's the case. Do they have like one month placeholders these days? Yeah. Really? I think so. It's got to be Joe. I thought, I thought, oh, that'd be good. I thought Jinder was going to be a placeholder. I didn't think he was going to win the title when he won that six-pack challenge, mm-hmm. and then he freaking had mm-hmm. it for six months. I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to be the case with Rusev. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like Largely is... because everybody wants it to happen. Yeah, I feel like this is just going to be a, a one-month feud, and then they'll have another similar type match where Joe will win, and it'll be Joe versus AJ. I do wonder if AJ's going to carry because you know you you got your prediction on this absolutely correct. I think AJ's going to carry that title for like probably at least through Survivor Series. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be. I think partially for for I think for a couple reasons. Um. To uh, through the launch of the game, you know, I think it's probably going to be that's going to be the case. But uh, I don't know. Oh I don't, no! What? Chris K here in chat says uh, in a fallout video, Rusev apologized to Aiden English and said he was right and AJ Styles was wrong. Rusev apologized to Aiden and said he was right and AJ Styles was wrong. Oh, that's good. What do you mean? Oh, no, that's a good thing. All right. What? No, I, I mean, I guess if it's a unified front, that's fine. But I, I, I want to know Rusev's disposition in the video before saying that was good or not. Well, Chris K seems to think that it was it was sincere. All right. <laughs> no, I'm so, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get why you said oh no. Oh, uh, just I don't know. It's like just just do go one path and just do it. They're like they're trying to, they're hemming and hawing. I feel like it's like they they setting up a storyline in the backstage. They do oh, a follow man, video. No, Rusev's I, like no, you're right. This is not good. I don't want Rusev Day to break up. No, I don't either. I don't want them to break up. But if that's the plan, then just go for it. No, dude, no. We have to fight it. Fight against it. 
I like this. This apology video, it's good. No, I don't hem like it. Hem and haw as much as you want. I because don't. the more you hem and haw, the more possibility there is that Rusev Day will stay together. No, that's not true. The, 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 the greatest way for Rusev Day to stay together is that if we actively lobby for their breakup. Oh, we should start that campaign. So I don't like this fallout video. I don't like Rusev Day. Break them up. Let's do that. Change.org petition. Yeah. We're going to start a change.org petition to break up Rusev Day. Let's see if that works. Let's see if they keep them together. All right. I want to do it's like we, we get this petition signed. There's like 10,000 signatures, and someone takes this to Vince saying, look, Vince, everybody wants, wants Rusev Day to break up. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Not going to happen. Too bad. Because <laughs> what did we say? That uh, Orton was going to win the Rumble or something like that. Yeah, but I feel like that was never actually going to happen. Because we kept saying it was going to happen. Man. Uh, well, I'm, well, we got to start that petition. All right. got to start that petition. Break up Rusev Day. Rusev deserves to be, Rusev's best position is as mid-card heel. Yeah. We want to go back to that. Yes. Yeah. We hate growth.org. Anyways. Um, yeah. So let's answer some questions. Yes. Let's answer some questions. Um, name explained. If Corey Graves had to be on only one show, would you rather be Raw or SmackDown? If Corey Graves... He could, if you could only have him on Raw or SmackDown, would it be? If Booker T was on Raw full-time, Raw. That would be the answer. Otherwise, I got to go with SmackDown because yeah. him and Tom Phillips are great. And I like Byron. Yeah. I think him and Byron him and Byron have far more chemistry than him. I mean, come on. He called Byron Saxon NWO Corey Graves. Yeah. That alone... Put him on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's on SmackDown. I feel bad for Michael Cole because I think Michael Cole really likes Corey Graves. But Coachman is such a waste. He doesn't add anything. He has nothing. He has nothing to offer. Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah, more questions. I don't have my Oh, okay. Unretired Dwayne Nix. Which would be more interesting for you guys to see at SummerSlam? AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe? Uh, for him personally, he'd like to see Samoa Joe have a run with the WWE Championship. Uh, I think Joe is probably the next feud for AJ. That would seem to make sense. I feel like that's going to be the case. Um, he'll get through that, retaining the title. When do you think they're going to do Miz? Uh, Daniel because, Bryan? Yeah. Because, I mean, okay, well, let's ask this. Oh, what was the point of having Bludgeon Brothers attack Daniel Bryan beyond him interrupting their exit. Okay, so I think... Did I mention this at the top of the show? No, he did it during uh, the pre-show. Pre okay. Um, and this is not an original thought. Somebody else came up with this before me. I forget who. Saw it on Twitter. Sorry for not giving credit. But I'm at least giving credit to somebody else. Um, Daniel Bryan's contract is up in September. September 1st. They're not going to roll with him in a way that's going to... They're not going to invest build in him long-term unless he signs a Build him up, build him up, build him up, and then he's gone. They're not going to yep. do that. The SmackDown tag team titles are not that big of a deal. Um, and it's a great way to symbolize, hey, we want to push you big time, but we, we need you to sign. Um, and it keeps, it keeps the fans happy because it's a pretty big deal. Uh, Daniel Bryan became over, oh, like overwhelmingly popular thanks to his time with Kane as Team Hell No. I'm not sure when the election is. I'm pretty sure, isn't it just probably November? I would think so. Okay, yeah, I would think so too. <clears throat> so there's plenty of time for good old Glenn Jacobs to put that mask back on, reform Team Hell No, 
win the titles from the Bludgeon Brothers, roll with them as tag champs for a spell. All right. I think that's going to be the situation. Technically, Kane right now is on Raw. Not that it's a huge deal, but... Yeah, I doubt that matters much. Just put that out there. Yeah. Um, Dylan Scribner, draft time again. Using only SmackDown superstars, each of you create a traditional five superstar, three men, two women, Survivor Series team to take on uh, each other head-to-head. Um, which team goes over and why? Thanks, friend of. So only using SmackDown stars. Only using SmackDown so stars. So you get three men, two women, five total. Three men, two women, five total. Only on SmackDown. All right, who wants first pick? Well, the women, oh. Oh, we're doing each, okay. Draft, yeah. Um, I'll take first pick. All right. And I'm going to go with... I'll go with Samoa Joe. Interesting. This is Survivor Series type thing? Yeah. Okay, I'll go Samoa Joe. AJ Styles. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Daniel Bryan. Oscar. Charlotte. Who am I missing out? I got three right now. Uh, thinking about this, thinking about this, thinking about this. They're booking him so strong these days. I'll say Rusev. Miz. And I'll go Let's, with... Oh, have, one more, one more woman. woman. Yeah, one woman. Um, oh, Becky. Who is my You know what? I'm gonna go Sonya Deville. Okay. I totally win. I have completely destroyed your team. Yeah. No man, I have two of the best wrestlers in the entire world on my team. I got AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Samojo nearly killed Daniel Bryan last night. The I'm only reason that. he lost is hubris in the count out. But man, Smojo's brutal. Shinsuke's brutal. I want a bunch of heels, man. Brutal, right. brutal. I got look. I got my team. If I just take, I could take two people out of it. If I just had Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Oscar, that's enough to take out your whole team. Oh, about that. Oh, absolutely. You're un, you're, you're underselling AJ Styles. Huge. The only Same reason Daniel Bryan. The only reason AJ Styles beat Shinsuke Nakamura is because he's a cover guy. Uh, let's see here. You don't know that. <laughs> I do. You don't. Uh, let's see here. Tubbs McAllister's first Patreon question uh, at an NXT live event in Houston a while ago. I got to see Booker T do the Spinaroonie and Kyle O'Reilly do his uh, air guitar in person. What is your favorite entrance or after match celebration you have got to see live? Oh, it's Undisputed Era. Uh, we have seen them live. Oh, we have or we want to see? No, you have seen them. Oh, live. sorry. Sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. I thought you said that you have to, that you want to see What live. is your favorite entrance or after match celebration you have go to see live? Oh, I've got to see live. I'm okay, guessing sorry. got. Okay, yeah, got. I mean, part of it was the circumstance, but we saw the Hardy Boys return to WrestleMania, and that was pretty massive. That was pretty huge. Um, but again, that was largely just because it was their return. One thing you've got to see live is Jeff Hardy standing in line at McDonald's in okay. 1998. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Who else have we got? Uh, oh, we've, 
shoot, we've got to see Okada dollars rain from the sky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of that stuff you got to see live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bronson, uh, who's taking that women's strap from Carmella? Oscar is. And when? SummerSlam. Yeah, I had the same thought. Pretty sure you're right on that one. Uh, Nemo, will Sandy be the first tag team to be called up and not botched? I think they've called up tag teams that haven't been botched, right? Uh, they screwed up the Ascension. They screwed up the Ascension. Who was after them? Oh, Authors of Pain. I don't know where Authors of Pain are. I have no idea where they are. Hmm. Maybe they do botch them all. Yeah. I mean, they gave what's their they gave American Alpha the tag titles, but boy, that was a whole lot of oh, nothing. Yeah. Talk about immediately devaluing your titles. Yeah, they didn't go very far. No, it didn't. Captain Mega Heel Troll. What are the chances of SmackDown actually letting Rusev be WWE champion? Zero. Seems like it's probably zero. Not a lot. <clears throat> Cody Miles, the friendo Discord, is going going into season two of our draft league. So if you had to create a draft team with these categories, what would be what would be the ultimate draft team of Steven Larson? We so have to collaborate on this. No, I want individuals. Oh my goodness! I want your team and my team. Top raw superstar. Like if you had dra- draft one raw superstar, who would it be? Braun. Yeah. Yeah, of course it'd be Braun. SmackDown. Um, well, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Two hundred five live. So he's not champ, but I'd say probably Mustafa Ali. Yeah, same here. But at the same time, Cedric, man, he put on that match with Buddy Murphy. Yeah, it was oh, really good. Boy. Uh, NXT. Oh. As much as I want to say Adam Cole, it's Aleister Black. Adam Cole. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> NXT United Kingdom. It's going to be Pete Dunne as long as he's champion. Uh, yeah. 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 And then uh, just, I guess, any tag team. Ooh. Any out. Oh. Undisputed area. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Grosskirth, power ranked tag team partners for Daniel Bryan against Blood and Your Brothers. Kane number one. Oh, it's got to be Kane, man. It's, it's got to be, be Kane. Kane. Can't be anybody but Kane. Well, let's, let's, Look let's, at the SmackDown roster. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Uh, Daniel Bryan Cesaro would be great. Unfortunately, Cesaro's already in a tag team. Yeah, where's The Bar? Yeah, they haven't been on TV in forever. Hey, you know what? Maybe Seamus needs some resting time. Give him some resting time. It'll never happen. What if they, they had Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe? Oh, God. That'd be, oh, man. I might like that better than Kane. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine that? Wow. No, Kane would be great. Kane would be great. But Samoa Joe, like, still being just a jerk. And Daniel Bryan trying to lighten him up. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? It'd be fantastic. And Samoa Joe would be trying not to laugh the whole time. Yeah. It'd oh, be great. Give me, yeah, that'd be, that's my number one. Um, I think Ty Dillinger and Daniel Bryan have been tagging you know, in the live event circuit, so you have to put him on the list. No, you, you know, don't. Towards the bottom. You don't have to put him anywhere. And give Ty something to do. House shows are not what? Canon. <laughs> Unless they're televised on WB programming. Well, that's not a house show. Uh, bronze grappling hook. What former or current wrestlers would you like to be permanent commentators? His picks are The Miz and Mark Henry. It's Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Xavier Woods. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, but Kevin Owens, come on. A heel commentator? Those, those are always underrated. <laughs> Whoa, that guy. Yeah, did, I just read that too. Did anyone catch Daniel Bryan saying what the F after that splash from Big E? Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, man. I gotta check that out. 
Tommy T. Hey, friendo. So in my opinion, Seth, AJ, and Daniel Bryan are the only pure baby faces that are over in the company. And when they lose or get cut off in the match, it gets the opponent heat. So my question is, with everyone often complaining that no heels get heat, do you think the issue is more of a lack of over pure baby faces? Save that till after the show because I don't watch that. I don't watch that too. Um, a lack of over pure. Yeah, probably. Lack of what? I'm sorry. What? Lack of over pure baby faces. Yeah, that's hard for anybody to get heel heat. Yeah, I mean, cause so everybody. Yeah, th- these days you either have yeah, these days you either get the tweener reaction if you're popular um, and you're a heel, or you get Xbox heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess that's. Uh, Hold off on that. I'm I'm gonna get to the point. Uh, Richard Nason, who do you think is more careful, Daniel Bryan or whomever his opponent is? His opponent. Oh my God, are you kidding me? There's got to be a flipping mandate backstage. Protect the head. Protect the head. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. <clears throat> Next, I'll get to it. Don't worry. Oh, about it was right there. That was the spot. Boy, that was rough. It might be in the audio then. <clears throat> we'll do it during the post show. See, yes. that's what you're missing. If you're not a patron, you get to hear, listen to us react to Daniel Bryan saying F word. Uh, iconic Bud Ryan. Why won't they bring t- back Talking Smack? Daniel and Renee have so much chemistry and are extremely entertained together. It would probably be Paige and Renee if they were to bring it back. Yeah, because it was the GM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think that would be awesome. I love Talking Smack. It made perfect sense. It was like it was the, the legit third hour of SmackDown. It's a yep. different way to build. Man, I miss that. What a great idea! And they just killed it. I know. I don't like people shooting. I don't like people saying, "Well, we got to write scripts for a whole another hour of talking." No, man, just let them be. Yeah, let trust them talk. Them. Trust them. Yep. To do their characters correctly. Um, yeah. Chuck Sips, if you could only get one of these feuds, what would you choose? <clears throat> AJ versus Daniel Bryan, AJ versus Samoa Joe, Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan, or Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. Nakamura. Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan. So we've never seen it. Because we never seen won it. it, and they both won. It's one of the reasons Nakamura came to WWE was yeah. to wrestle Daniel Bryan. Yeah, close second AJ Daniel Bryan. Want to see that? Yeah, me too. That'd be good. Is it trivia time? I think it's trivia time. All right, are you ready? Wow. Do 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 do. Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> um, big events. As of 2016. Who is the only man to be inducted into WWE's Hall of Fame two times? Oh, that's Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, which event was the first Hell in a Cell match? Oh, uh, no, I know this. Crap. In your house, bad blood. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, bad blood. Uh, Two big events. What was special about The Undertaker's attire in his match against Sid... At WrestleMania 13. Hmm. It glowed in the dark. Uh, no, that'd be rad. Uh, it was the same as his first outfit in the company. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Uh, which event did Fastlane replace in the WWE calendar in 2015?
Uh, roadblock? Elimination chamber. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, big events. Who faced off in the main event of 1989's Chi Town Rumble? Oh, that was a uh, Florence Steamboat. Very good. Um, who is the owner and promoter of the AWA? Vern Gagne. <laughs> big events. Which future WWE champion was part of John Cena's WrestleMania 22 entrance? Oh, uh, CM Punk. Very good. What is WWE's claimed attendance for WrestleMania 3? Uh, Christ. Okay, may I ask you, is it a complete, like, it's not like a rounded up or down? No, it's the exact figure. All right, 93,173. Yeah. Yes! Holy shit! That's exactly right. Why the hell would I have known that? You read something and it stuck in your head. Oh, man. Oh, um, that, I should win trivia for that one. Holy no, crap. No, you have to get more, more right than me. <laughs> uh, five big events. What was unique about former wrestler Terrible Ted? What was unique about him? He only had one ear. He was a bear. <laughs> oh, okay. Who did Jimmy Garvin replace his valet Sunshine with during his WCCW run? Uh, mm, crap. 93,173. <laughs> I don't know who. Precious. Precious. There you go. I got three. Oh, do I have one more? Yeah, there's one more question. Oh, you have one more. Uh, who is recognized... As the first NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Larson. Farmer Brown. No, Orville Brown. That's Farmer Brown. Uh, is Orville Brown the same as Farmer Brown? I thought so. Are they? I thought so. Hold on a second. I thought it was Orville Farmer Brown. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Farmer Brown. Oh, wait, maybe you're right. Yeah, okay. Who am I thinking of? Am I thinking of... Is there actually a guy named Farmer Brown? I was always in the impression that Farmer Brown was Orville Brown. Maybe you've uh, combined two wrestlers. <laughs> Anyways, I won't take it. Who was the first Japanese holder of the NWA World Heavyweight Championship? Great Muda? Uh, Giant Baba. Oh, okay. I got three. Yeah, I got three too. But I had 93,100. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Orville Brown, I guess, did live on a farm. <laughs> Alex C said, I feel like Steve should get five points for that. Oh, man. Zach McClain, that was a trivia three-pointer right there. <laughs> Oh, Zach Silva said Steve has the powers of darkness. That's flipping hilarious. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. So, is there is there a Farmer Brown? If... Wrestler. Martin. Well, I'm thinking of... Oh, oh, I'm thinking of... Farmer Burns. Farmer Burns. Oh. <laughs> I've just said Farmer Brown so many times. He thought it was a real thing. <laughs> Uh, and so did I for that man. Oh my goodness. That's funny. 
Excellent job. What a weird episode of going in. Of trivia. Stay tuned for the post-show, patrons. Chat trivia is today. It's on the way. Hilton at the music. Thank you, Hilton. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Be sure to share the show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button, YouTube. Leave a comment, cast box, all that great stuff. Check it out. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.